everyone. This is Susan Austin with the Bookmore Show. With me is Stuart Bell. Hi, Stuart. Hey, Susan. How you doing? I'm doing great, Stuart. Today, we're super excited to have Kevin Craig with us. Welcome, Kevin. Hi, Susan. Hi, Stuart. So, Kevin wrote his book with us, and, um, with the 90 Minute Books, earlier this year, and we wanted to check in with him and find out how it's going. So, before we actually get into any of the results you've had with your book, Kevin, let's talk, take a moment and talk about your book. What's the book? Who's okay. it for? And what problem does it help your readers solve? Well, um, a lot of questions there, and I've got answers for all of those. It, it, it didn't even start off as a thought. I, I hadn't planned on writing a book. I don't fancy myself as an author. Um, I'm a two-fingered typist. So when it was first suggested to me that I put what I was doing into book format, uh, I said there's no possible way I could ever accomplish that. It would take me years. And immediately I was directed to you in uh, 90-minute books uh, by a gentleman who's used you several times and has been a very good friend and a very good mentor for me. And uh, he kind of explained the process and how he got things going with his business by uh, first starting with the book. So um, after speaking with you and having a better understanding of actually how simple it is, um, I decided to put what my thoughts were down into book format because uh, I had spent so much time explaining to others what I do and how I do it. And uh, everybody had asked for it to be in some type of a written format if I had any type of outline of, of, my, of uh, my business. So talking with you and finding out how simple it was, I was able to get it down very simply into a book in a, in a very short period of time. And it's kind of sent a lot of my business into a, in a little bit of a different direction than what I had planned. But very much identical to what my mentor told me would happen. So it hasn't been a surprise um, that it went the way it did, but I was a little bit, um, I, I wasn't quite prepared for how quickly it would go and how easily it would be done. Very good. What's the book, Kevin? Uh, the book is called The Professional Referral Solution. And uh, I'm a real estate agent. I have a real estate team. Uh, we do traditional real estate, but we just don't go about it in a very traditional way. We typically work through professional relationships and try to fill some very unique niches. Uh, and instead of doing business the way the typical agent does, which is chasing the next deal, the next transaction, the next property they can list or the next buyer they can put under contract, we work more with long-term relationships and become the referral source for those that have contact with many other people. And so I, I basically built a system to do this that I've trained my team on, but many other agents would come to me over the last couple of years and say, gosh, you guys have a team of, of nine and you're out producing teams that are made up of like 30 people. How is it you're able to do this? What type of system are you using for door knocking, uh, phone calling, you know, cold calls, uh, farming. And uh, I had to explain them that we don't do that. We do this professional referral system. Uh, and that's when it became apparent that I needed to get something down into a format. I, I didn't plan on selling the book and becoming an author, but I wanted to have something that I could basically hand off to people and say, here, read this. It'll give you the background, everything that I would normally spend a, a couple of hours at least going through explaining to people could all be in a book. And I really did it to kind of save myself some time. So I wasn't bogged down. I'm, I'm always happy to share what I do. I'm always happy to, to uh, share in the, in, the, in the culture of providing to others. 
but at the same time, I've, I've still got to be able to run my business. So I, I didn't want to have a closed door attitude or turn people away. I wanted to be able to put something in their hands and say, here, read this. If you want to know more, come back. Well, that's exactly what happened. And I don't know if you're ready to move on to what's gone on since I did the book, but I'll just keep talking unless you stop me, I guess. Uh, well, um, hang on a second. <laughs> no, this okay. is great. Yeah, so it's great. You're not the first author who has told us that, you know, I really didn't have any kind of huge vision for any kind of money-making activity for my book. I wanted to mm-hmm. to sort of, I used to go to meet with someone and sit down with coffee, and I explained to them. It was just easier for me to get it down on paper so I could hand it out. I know quite a few authors that actually have done that. But I'm interested to hear where this is going because clearly um, you're hinting that there may it may have taken a different direction than even you expected. Um, it, well, it it did, yes. So um, the book is was it written for other real estate agents? It it was specifically written for real estate agents, but it actually applies to just about anybody in sales. Um, because the, the typical, I, I want to say, not always the easy way out, but what everybody thinks of in sales is it's a, a process of cold calls. It's, uh, it's the calls you get at night when you're trying to have dinner with your family of somebody trying to sell you something. It's somebody knocking on your door, even if you've got a no soliciting sign that's, that's certain that you're going to want to sign up for what they have. Um, and, and, and too much of our business, I think, these days is done like that, where nobody wants to receive those calls. Nobody wants people knocking on their door. Nobody wants to have their mailbox filled up with flyers or find door hangers on their doorknob and all that. But yet there's really not a lot of other systems out there that are being taught as to how to do business. So most entry level salespeople think that cold calling is the only way to go about doing business. And I've actually just found another way to do it, which is much more enjoyable, not necessarily easier, in some cases, it, it's actually more difficult and more time-consuming, but it's more rewarding, and it, and it plays out longer over, over the long haul instead of just working for a short-term deal. So that's what I felt was necessary to kind of get down in writing so other people could see that there's other ways of doing business. And uh, handing that off to folks, you know, I, I know some people use the 90-minute books as somewhat like a, like a business card, and here's here's a little bit about me and my program or my business or whatever, and it'll teach you more about me. Some people uh, I think are using it to, to promote other, other parts of their business. I was just doing it to kind of, to, to initially pacify some of those that were just wanting to get information out of my head. So I put it out in advance in a, in a very neat, tidy, professional looking format, which was the 90 minute book with, with a nice cover and a, a nice graphic design. Uh, that would be a real simple read. And a lot of people were able to go read it in, in one evening and then um, show up back for more information. I think that's a great point that you make about it. It helps the conversation along. It amplifies your message without you necessarily needing to be there to do that amplification at every stage. At least then when you're speaking to people mm-hmm. after they've read it and an accessible read that introduces them to the subject, it's almost like the the 101 of, of Kevin's system, everyone is then coming with the same baseline. You don't need to spend a lot of the same time mm-hmm. going over the the uh, the very basic steps that really someone can get from a book and then speak to you more about it from a more informed point. That amplification 
point the amplification of right. the code that you've cracked it's a great way of of sharing something with someone in a as you say an easy accessible way that gives them something useful that they can take away and digest and then have a follow-up conversation and really it, it makes much more of your time which is obviously there's only, only so much of it and you can have a more valuable conversation with them when they come back after the initial view have the internal mm-hmm. guys read it as well as as external guys have the internal i'm sorry the internal uh sorry have external your, who? your team members I'm, I'm guessing that they've read it as well and as it's yeah well they not only yeah they've they've read it they've read it they've heard it they've heard me talk about it and coach it um of course for the people that work with me this is something that we kind of live with every day so it wasn't anything revolutionary for them because that's the way that my whole team does business. Uh, and yes, many of them did go, go read the book. Um, and others that came in, I, you know, I gave, gave them the book or, or, uh, I ordered a, quite a few of them to begin with and just kept them in a cabinet in my office when people would come in wanting to take me to lunch or have you know, an hour of my time. I'd say, well, here, if you go kind of read this at your leisure, it may answer a lot of your questions up front. Uh, which it did. And that was, that was great. And, you know, in addition to that, it, it gave me some, some credibility that I wasn't really anticipating as, as an author. And I don't, I don't see myself as an author, um, but other people would introduce me and say, this is Kevin Craig. And, and he just wrote his first book and it's called a professional referral solution. And immediately I would want to jump in and almost um, diminish you know, that, that's a perception that, no, I'm not really an author. And then people started telling me, shut up. You are, you did, you know, so go, go with it, work with it. You know, you did write a book. And so I said, yeah, you know, it just, it wasn't what I, you know, I'm still thinking of people that write books as the ones that go lock themselves away in a cabin in the woods for six months with a typewriter. And six months later, they come out with, with some type of a, a manuscript that then they have to take to a publisher and they go through it and either accept it or reject it. And you move from publisher to publisher and try to find somebody that will move your, your dream along. And eventually someday you might be one of the few that gets it actually published. And I was surprised to find out that it's, it, this is so much more simple than that. It's, it was just a matter of getting my thoughts um, down on paper, which I already had anyways. I just, I just basically made an outline for myself of the ideas that I wanted to cover. And it was no different to me than than giving a presentation that was maybe a little bit longer than normal. You know, if I wanted to give like a, maybe a hour or two hour presentation, I would make notes. I would put, then go back and I would put the notes in the correct order, you know, the things that I wanted to cover. And then I would make sure that I had kind of content to be able to segue from point to point throughout my talk. So it, it basically, I, I prepared what I felt was going to be a, an hour to two hour speech uh, and I'm very comfortable with doing that. And then when Susan and I sat down to do the uh, initial recording of it, basically I just went through my outline from beginning to end with a little bit of coaching from her and uh, got it done from there. So um, my fingers really never had to hit the keyboard of a computer except just to put together my notes that I went off of. And I think I could have just handwritten those if I had chosen to do so. So it, I didn't except, have to spend six months in a cabin. <laughs> All right. How long did the, how long did this process take, Kevin, start to finish? Do you recall? You know, I would say there was a whole lot more time of me fixing to get ready than anything else. Um, <laughs> when it when it actually came time for me to sit down and put together the notes of what I wanted to cover in the book, 
I realistically, I did that in a weekend. I, I took a plane trip to go visit some family. And on the plane on the way there and the way back, I basically entered it into notes on my cell phone. And then when I got back, I transferred those notes into a Word document on my, on my laptop that I was able to spend a couple hours just kind of sorting into the right order. And once I had that, I, I mean, I really honestly, um, you know, in all truthfulness, I probably had it done within three days. And I'm not talking about spending full three days. I'm, spent, I'm talking about spending maybe a, an hour or two each day. And that may, that may even be a stretch, too. It might not have even taken me that long. And then it was just a matter of, you know, you always want to second guess yourself. You always want to go back and tweak something. You never think it's quite right. I might need something more. Um, but I'm, I, you know, I, I, I tend to be on the, uh, to take on the, uh, like the Lee Iacocca form of thinking that when you've got 80% of what you need and you can move forward with that 80%, you should go for it rather than wait for 100%. Because you may never get to 100%, and the time that you waste in trying to get the other 20% yeah. may, may cause you to miss out on a lot of opportunities. So even though I never really felt like it was perfect, I still don't think it's perfect. But as, even though I didn't think it was perfect, we still went and moved forward with it and, and got it rolling. And I'm glad we did, because otherwise I'd, I'd still be fixing to get ready right now. You, hit uh-huh. the nail on the head. you know, we... Yeah, we have a saying here at the 90 minute books. Uh, this may have been what Stuart wanted to chime in with this. <laughs> you don't have to be a writer to be an author. It was Dan Sullivan that said that. And it's so true. You do not have to be some kind of, you know, guru behind the keyboard. If you have, if you can talk about your topic for an hour, you can become an author and it's valuable and helpful and, and, and more people should write books. I, I'm, I know I'm always yeah. like That's a hammer thing, with the nail, it? That's the whole thing. The knowledge you've got in your head already is valuable to other people out there. And all of the things that conspire against getting that knowledge in front of someone, thinking that the format has to be perfect or the words have to be perfect. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, we've all listened to podcasts that have had absolutely fantastic content, but the quality has been a bit shaky. We've all read stuff that's really genuinely helped progress our business or progress our development. Perhaps the structure of it wasn't quite to our liking or the cover wasn't to our liking or we've eaten in restaurants where the main course was delicious but the starter was a little bit ropey all of these things understanding that it, the whole experience doesn't need to be perfect but getting it out there in front of people where it can start the conversation is the that's the main goal exactly as you said we're not talking about creating authors as such we're talking about getting valuable messages in the hands of people with all of the benefits of being an author. So this isn't about winning a literary prize. This is about winning substantial new business, engaging substantial numbers of new clients and helping at the end of the day, helping a lot more people than you would be able to otherwise, because again, it amplifies your message. So that I think if, uh, there's so I was trying to take notes as we were writing because I find myself falling back into listening mode rather than questioning and what you're saying mm-hmm. is such good stuff buried in there. But uh, that I think is one of the main points. People often get into an analysis paralysis or a concern that it needs to be perfect. And I think just as you said, there's a there's a magic around having your name on the front of a book and other people perceive it to be not so much more than it is, but there's definitely an, an aura around it. It's, it has a greater mm-hmm. bang than, than the initial book that you might put into it. But one of the downsides to that is people who are thinking about doing the 
being on the other side of the fence, people who are thinking about writing also fall into the same trap as the readers do in so, in so much as I can't do that because it would take months of being locked away. I can't do that because I need to know what all the formatting is. I need to know that every sentence is perfectly crafted. Whereas exactly as you said, get it out there, start collecting feedback, have it start making an impact. And then there's always an opportunity to update and correct afterwards. Right. Which I, which I took advantage of later. And I was glad because of course, after I did my, uh, you know, my outline and a lot of it, I, I talked kind of freestyle from the outline. I went back and looked and I saw that I, yeah, I used words inappropriately or I put, I, I should have used a different word in a spot than I did or uh, grammatically what I said didn't come out quite right. So I, I did have the opportunity to go back and make corrections before the final uh, product was, was published. So definitely appreciated that. And uh, you know, there's, there's a couple other benefits that came about as, as this, too, that I'd, I'd love to be able to discuss. Um, one is, and you know, Susan, I, I need to wait for you to ask me, I guess, where you want to take this. But No, go no, for it. Go for it. <laughs> okay. Well, well, okay. So, so I'm so tell my story and then you just jump in and ask questions uh, wherever you feel. But when I wrote the book and again, I explained to just be able to hand it off to folks and say, here, you know, you don't need to take me to lunch. This, this is what I did. Um, if uh, you're familiar with the DISC profile system, the you know, DIS and C, it's a it's a, a personality test that's very common in the business world. I'm a high I, uh, and also D, which means I'm a driver, but I'm also very concerned about um, how I'm perceived by people. And I tend, I'm told quite often, that uh, I'm very concerned about how others perceive me, and so often I tell too much. I spend too much time telling the backstory, which you may find on this podcast that Kevin rambled way too much about backstory. But in the book, I'm able to put in the backstory. I'm able to explain the backstory as to how I got to where I was, what my background was, what led me to this point to be able to come up with a different process that would help real estate people in sales. Um, so it explains a lot of that there. And then um, from that, I had people that would take the book and then come back and say, well, are you going to be, are you going to be teaching this? Because this is really, really great, but we can tell you have, there's more. Um, obviously when you put something down about a whole business model into a, into a book, I wasn't trying to, uh, take all of my, all of my blueprints for my business and provide them to everybody for, you know, nine bucks on Amazon. Um, what I was wanting to do is give, the, give them enough to answer their questions as to how this basically worked and let them go out and try it on their own. But what I ended up getting was almost everybody that, that I gave the book to came back and said, well, now we'd like to come to a class where you actually teach it. And I said, well, I hadn't really planned on that. This, it was supposed to, the end was supposed to be having the book so that it would, it would pacify everybody with enough information to go start it on their own. But there became enough of a, of a demand for me to teach it. So I, uh, I offered to have a class on the professional referral solution. And I exceeded the capacity of the room that we had reserved to do right. it. And it ended That's up having, impressive. I had to have a follow-up class for those that couldn't fit. And we kind of went, wow, people are starving for this kind of information. And we didn't even realize that. So from that, I had other people say, well, I can find a bigger room where you can get more people. Or I know some people that missed out on the first class you had can we do another class or a third class? Um, I had a, a call from, well, I've, 
I've now caught, taught classes, which again was not in the plans whatsoever, but I've now taught classes in, I want to say maybe five different states and in, and including, I had an all expense paid trip to uh, Honolulu to go teach in Honolulu and Maui uh, over the summer to come teach this book. They, they called <laughs> and said, Hey, if you'll come talk about this, we'll pay your, your airfare and your hotel accommodations. Well, who's going to pass up on something like that? I, I took my wife with me and we basically got a vacation out of it for me to go teach this. And, uh, so from each one of those classes, of, rather, than, uh, <laughs> rather than locking yourself yeah. away in a cabin for six months before you've actually done it the other way around. You've yeah. Yeah, exactly. Resulted in time <laughs> on the beach with your wife. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. It, it, it turned into something more than what I, what I'd thought. So now I'm actually able to get in front of people and explain the book, but what people started telling me, because I, I would get up and I would go through basically the whole book format in one of my classes. It was a, like a three-hour class, and two hours of it are talking about the same stuff that's in the book. Well, then people were telling me, look, what you put in the book, the whole backstory in the book is enough. We don't know, need to know the backstory again because we've read that. Now you can kind of fast forward and get into more of the meat and potatoes about how you do this. So the book is like the, the appetizer. And then the main course has kind of been the, uh, uh, the, the, the teaching or uh, um, seminar circuit where I've, ha I've been able to come in and teach some of these classes. Uh, I think I've done about 12 classes now in all these different states. And then almost as dessert, which wasn't, it wasn't planned. I never planned on making a dime from any of this. That wasn't the intention. But I've had people come to me afterwards and say, I would like to pay you to coach me. And if you can pay to coach me what you've got in the book and what you've taught in the seminar, I'm willing to pay. And so I, I didn't want to create another job for myself and now start coaching people. And I wasn't looking to increase my workload. But what I've been able to do is take one day of the week and set it aside and say, during this day of the week, which happens to be Wednesdays, I'm going to do coaching. And I'm going to coach no more than five students at a time. Uh, I've got time blocks set out in, in 45 minute increments to be able to coach five people. And now I've got people paying me a fairly substantial amount of money each month in order to be coached one-on-one -on -one, uh, with them and teach them how they can go about and develop the system. I just made it a point that I don't, I don't coach people in my hometown that are going to be competing head to head with other people on my team, because that wouldn't right. be quite right to, to take it away from my own, uh, my own uh, team members, but places like uh, Colorado and Honolulu and Las Vegas, uh, you know, I've got people there that I'm coaching that there's going to be no, no uh, crossing of paths. We're not going to be fighting over the same business or growling over the same bones. I'm more than happy to teach them what I know, and I can still make some money doing it without actually having to operate there. Um, I'm especially excited about a, a young man that I'm coaching right now in Honolulu, which is so sharp. Um, he's had a lot of professional coaches. In fact, he currently has a professional business coach, but he said the professional business coaches coach him more on mindset and attitude. And it's not necessarily a how, you know, how to go instructional. This is how you attack and, and generate the business. And that's what I can do for him. And because I'm teaching him basically to do exactly what I have done just in a whole different state on a whole different Island, uh, it's actually rewarding for me too, and I and I'm really really excited about working with this guy. And then I can kind of control it. I can I can coach when I want, and then if I you know I cannot coach when I want. I just try to keep it down to Wednesdays. And then 
In addition to that, because of the fact that I'm coaching and because of the fact that I'm teaching and the fact that I am now recognized as an author, I've been invited to participate in so many things that I never would have dreamed that I would be invited to attend. It's like I suddenly hit everybody's radar and I've been asked to uh, participate in uh, like uh, morning morning uh, podcast uh, talk shows regarding real estate. Uh, I've had several interviews, uh, been invited to speak on panels. Uh, in fact, there's one that's coming up here uh, in a few weeks called uh, Arizona's Top 100, which are the top 100 agents in the state that are being recognized. And they named me uh, partially because I think of, of the amount of business I do. But again, I really wasn't on any ra- anybody's radar until I, until I started talking about some of this. And so now um, they've ranked me, I think, as number 11. And I'm going to be sitting on one of their expert panels. And that just helps you get on the radar for other things. And even though being on a radar, being on a panel, being recognized doesn't, doesn't generate income in and of itself, it creates other opportunities. And I'm, again, I'm all about the, the relationships and all about the other opportunities. If I can get into how to talk with somebody because they know my name and they've heard of me and, and maybe they've seen the book or they've heard of the book, uh, it's much easier to get in in front of them and now generate more business, which does result in additional revenue. Um, that I wouldn't have had otherwise. I just think it's created a lot of opportunities. And if I played connect the dots or kind of did like, uh, you know, we talked earlier before the podcast kind of about family tree type stuff on a whole separate conversation. But let's say I made a little family tree of all the business that I'm doing and I traced it all the way back to the roots. A lot of it, I think I can trace right back to the book. The book is what got everything started and, and opened doors for me that led off into different opportunities. And so I love I've, this. I've, I've got the plan now for book number two, which I've invited two other people to be involved with me. Um, I talked to Susan and said, I don't know if you've ever done a, a three person book before, but I've got a, a new type of business that's got three specific segments to it. And each there's, there's a person that really specializes in each segment. Could we put this together and do a book together? as three individuals rather than as one individual. And so Susan's kind of helping me through how to do that. Two of the three of us have got our outlines prepared and we're ready to move forward because then once again, it kind of makes us the subject matter experts in that field. And undoubtedly it will open up additional doors. None of us plan to make money from the book. It's just designed to be able to say, here's what we do. Here's what we've learned. Give us credibility and open additional doors that will generate more business for us. And uh, then, which I haven't even talked to Susan about, I've got. Hang a, on a second. A... Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll slow down. Like I Hold said, I'll, I'll get going. <laughs> I'm thinking we got a whole series so, here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I love this, and you know what's really, really awesome about everything you just said, Kevin? You only got the book done over the summer, and here it is, the fall. It's not like this is some kind of three-year outcome. This is like. Mm-hmm. months of worth of outcome. I can't imagine if we talk to you a year from now, what you're going to have, uh, you know, have accomplished. Right. Well, on a, on a, let's say a scale of one to 10, um, realistically, and I'm, I'm still in secrets here. The effort I really put into doing the book was probably about a four or a five. Uh, the results of what I got out of it is probably closer to an eight and nine. So if <laughs> you look fantastic. at the, uh, the, the effort, effort uh, to reward ratio, I don't know why anybody wouldn't really consider doing this because it's 
too often you think of it the other way around. I'm going to put a, a level of 10 effort into it and I might get a two out of it. This is the opposite. This is you put, you, you, I'm not saying you do a, a, a partway job or, or kind of slack through doing the book, but it was not as difficult as I thought. What I thought was going to be difficult was opening the doors. The book opened the doors. So opening the doors became the much easier than what I had anticipated. You know, this is such a fantastic story. And I think the you can hear it in your voice as you're talking, the unexpected nature of the of the outcomes of the business that's come from it has been one of the, the mm-hmm best most unexpected surprises of doing it but i think it's worth we're kind of running towards time so i think we definitely need to have a, a follow-up show in the not too distant future because i'm sure if anyone's like me people are taking notes and desperate for the rest of uh, some of the detail behind the story <laughs> but um, yeah. one of the things i wanted to say before we we did run out of time is i think your level of authenticity absolutely comes through just in the conversation that we've had now and what you started by doing was not going into this with a financial objective it wasn't a kind of uh dean talks about the kind of cheese and whiskers type approach of of on the one hand you might be trying to offer someone something but then on the other hand you're always ready to pounce Uh that wasn't even a thought you were just trying to share valuable information with people and out of that a steel Mm -hmm. gary vaynerchuk's lines the kind of jab 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 right hook the give 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 has then turned into something but you went into it wanting to give first and i think that's a good uh a good thing for people to remember the reason this has been or one of the main reasons i think this has been so successful is become because it comes from a very authentic place of wanting to give the information first even if nothing came from the book at all you were more than happy to share the very best information you had within the scope of of the book and the, and the pages and the subject but share the very best information with people and from that people have resonated with that message really appreciated what you've put out there and then things have developed afterwards so i think i know you said that very was, well uh, said that's, well, that's... and i think you, i know you said it was a, a, a lower than perhaps expected level of effort but i think your authenticity behind that me- message is a thing that's really come through mm-hmm. and uh so credibility right or uh, kudos where it's due i think that was a intentional or not that was an exceptionally um, valuable thing that you put out there and that's turned into something bigger than it uh, bigger than it started i um exactly. i want to point out i just checked kevin's book is 48 pages has anyone ever asked you how long <laughs> how big your book is when you no, you know, i feel i feel com- I, I feel compelled to tell them because I, I, in some cases i say you know I, the, the book we're talking about here i'm not talking about sit down you know, over a vacation to read the book. I'm talking about sit down over an evening and read the book. I said, it's almost more of a pamphlet, but people are looking for that. I couldn't tell you, you know, I'm a, I'm a reader, but the thing is I get so distracted because of, you know, I'm a high D I'm, I'm moving all the time. I probably have in my home, maybe five books in different rooms where I've, I've made it through the first couple of chapters in each book. <laughs> and then something happens and I get sidetracked and I'm off to another book or somebody mentions a book and I'm off getting that one. So I've got this book collection that's got all the second chapter pages full, but I can never get through. <laughs> but if, but if somebody, but if somebody writes something that it's all, it's concise and I can get through it like in an hour sitting down for an easy read and it at least gives me what I need to know the background yeah, it's not as, as fluffy as a novel or whatever, but 
you can at least get the basic information out of it. Yeah. I, I, you know, I know I'm a lot. Sure. I can almost guarantee you more people have finished my book than most other books <laughs> that they set out to read. Do you know, this is funny. It's, uh, it's Thursday now as we record. So the podcast episode that Betsy and I recorded on Monday just gone is it Q&A answering some of these exact questions. So one of the points we touched upon is someone was asking mm-hmm. about book length. How long does it need to be? One was talking about message. And it's if there's a poster child for how effective something like a 90 minute book can be, I think uh, Kevin's the new poster child for it because yeah. what they, what, what people want is the information, the answer, whether the answer was one page mm-hmm. long or 51 pages long, it's authentically delivering that answer as comprehensively as possible. So people get value from it and then have an appetite to find out more. That's exactly what you've uh, um that's exactly what you've articulated in the size of the book, in the content of the book you've got. <laughs> this where can, where, well, thanks. Very, very well said. Yeah. Kevin, where can they get a copy of your book if they would like to see it? Uh, on Amazon.com, the professional referral solution is listed there. I think it's like seven ninety nine. Again, we're not we're not running yep. the bank with checks for uh, for the book. But then also uh, our website, which is um, S4, the letter S, the number four group realestate.com has got a tab on it where they can go and, and order up the book or say if they're interested in attending a, a seminar or, to, and by the way, I haven't charged anything for the seminars. The seminars have all been free for anybody that wants to come. The, co- the coaching is a little bit different because of course it's my time sitting down one-on-one and I have to research some of their business. So I, I do charge for the coaching. But there was really no end game for this to ever generate any type of revenue. It was only to be able to uh, work from a position of contribution, as as Stuart said. And we felt that if we're contributing and helping others, then eventually the, the, the money will come. And that's what always seems to happen. It's like you, you do these little things to help somebody else, and all of a sudden something drops in your lap. It's a bigger opportunity that you may not have got otherwise had you not been working from a position of contribution. We never set out to try to work as let's number one go after the money. That just never seems to pan out. You know, very good. Things. And for those of sorry, Stuart, for those no. that are listening, you can go to the, the Professional Referral Solutions Book dot com and download a copy of Kevin's book. The Professional okay. Referral Thank Solutions for... Book. Yep, I looked it up. Uh, the Professional okay. Referral. Referralsolutionbook.com. <laughs> I'll make sure that I put. Thank notes, you very much uh, for filling that one in, Susan. Okay. <laughs> I'll make sure we put uh, links for people as well in the show notes. So uh, head across to 90minutebooks.com forward slash podcast and we'll make sure that we've got links okay. to all of Kevin's stuff here. I think if you're happy, we're just blowing past the 30 minutes. And honestly, I could go for another another hour i think without uh, running out of things to talk about if you're up for it uh, in the not too distant future it'd be great to have you back on and then kind of fill in some of the gaps if people have got questions they can uh, feel free to shoot them in and, and we'll if kevin's got time we'll get him back on and uh, and answer some of those questions and give people i would more. i'd be honored i would love to do that Fantastic. and i love it too i think we didn't actually vet kevin to be honest we just said, hey, got some time. And we didn't, I didn't know he was all up to this great stuff. So for all I know, you were going to get on here, Kevin, and go, yeah, it's been okay. <laughs> I didn't know you had this, uh, you know, all these No, and here's the thing is so, I'm not, I'm not a paid endorser and I don't, you know, I'm not into all that. I'm just, yeah, a, yeah. I'm just a businessman like everybody else. And if something doesn't 
doesn't work for me. I'm certainly not the type that's going to get onto a podcast and talk yeah. about it or promote it or fluff or make stuff up. I'm just, just telling it like it is. <laughs> yep. No, love it. So thank you so much, Kevin. This has been so, ex- I think having these real world examples of how people are using these books. And again, I would think that you could eventually had, if you wanted to go in that direction, do group coaching, you know what I mean? Instead of mm-hmm. the one-on-one, because a lot of the concepts are the same. I could see where if you wanted to make this a standalone business, you've got the legs for it if you want it. Well, it doesn't sound it, like you want yeah, to, and I, and you I, could. I do have one of my coaches now um, is basically saying, okay, now it just becomes a matter of, Kevin, what do you want? What do you want to do? Because you've yeah. got all these different opportunities at your fingertips. Right. You just have to decide what you want, which way you want to go. And I'll, quite honestly, that's a little bit about what I'm struggling with right now is figuring out where do I want to take this from here? <laughs> but the nice thing is I've, I've, got, I've got the options to, to choose where yep, before the yep. book – I, I was really just going down one path and I only had the option of that one path. Yeah. Love it. Awesome, Kevin. Well, I look forward to helping you with book number two. And, and uh, let me just do a plug for that real quick. You know, we help the authors. If you're stuck, if you're listening to this and you're like, Oh, I don't know what book I should write. I could do this. Or, Cause a lot of authors come to us and they're like, I have five options or I don't know what I should write on. Well, that's part of what we specialize in is helping authors mm-hmm. write what could be the most, you know, the biggest bang for their buck, the book that's going to make the biggest difference in their business, the book that's going to help them make the next breakthrough for their business. And that's part of our sort of unique ability. So if you're stuck, ha- jump on a call with one of us and let's see if we can get you unstuck. So, that's fantastic. Right. Kevin, thanks very much for your time. I think people will get a lot out of this. We'll make sure that uh, all of your stuff is linked up in the show notes to make sure that people can sure. uh, follow the story and look forward to having you on next time. Okay, and I would love to, Susan, could you do me a favor and maybe you got my number. Could you give me a call back as soon as we let uh, Stuart go? Because I want to run, I want to run something else by you. And this is, this <laughs> love is, it. This is much, this is much larger scale, but um, I don't know. Everything's gone so well with this that I thought, well, let me let me run it by you first to see what your thoughts are because this could maybe help you guys go in a bit, a bit of a different direction too. So stay tuned for the yeah. next step, big thing from Kevin. All right. Fantastic. That well, I'll Thank tell you, you what, I'll, I'll end the recording here. So we'll can, uh, everyone else who's listening in, we'll have to uh, wait for the next show oh, to hear okay. what happens. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. If we stay on the yeah. line okay. and uh, then we can carry on. So Chat. thanks okay. guys. Check out the show notes at uh, nightminutebooks.com forward slash podcast. Kevin, thanks for your time, Susan. Pleasure as always. And we'll catch everyone next time.